This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We're back. We're kicking off the second hour of Kelly and Ramia, and both Kelly and Ramia are here today. Can you imagine that? We almost thought Rare. it was the first time of the week, but it's you were rare. here I Monday. I thought this was—I was, eh? You were here Monday, yeah. God, hey, this is Thursday. That means there's a roundtable. Yeah, you had to be did here. Did you say that off the top? Yeah, shoot. Da, 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 da. Well, you thank the guys for getting everything sorted out, so the technical aspects. Oh, let's me not to jinx it. Come on, today. let's here. I'm knocking on wood. I hope you were too. Pardon? I can't hear you anymore. Where'd uh, you go? Does this even oh. count as wood? Anyway, um, we <laughs> <laughs> we on Thursday. The table, the whole table in front of you is wood. <laughs> Particle board. I'm taking some parts home just to double check. (laughs) Uh, We are uh, on Thursdays to kick off the second hour. We get together with Mary Mamaliti of kitchenconfession.com. If you're like me, the kitchen is your favorite room in the house. I'm Mary Mamaliti here with a handful of goodies from my kitchen, including food trends, cooking tips, and of course, some delicious recipes. Mary, we love it when you join us because every week there's something to look forward to in the world of food. And you're back to spice up our baking escapades today. My goodness. This time we're talking cookies. Okay, so the perfect cookie is what we want to do, what we want to get to, how we want to learn. The perfect balance in every cookie we bake. What made you want to do this? Okay, so I mean, (laughs) it's no secret that I've always said that I'm a cook who bakes, it's just to satisfy my sweet tooth. So with every recipe that I create, I'm always looking for ways, it's to level up the flavors, level Mm. up the textures, right? And that's basically what started this deep dive into the perfect cookie, because I wanted to level up some of the classic cookie recipes that I have. um, And I just, I couldn't stop. It's great because now you're speaking to the spectrum of people like uh, some of us already bake really good cookies. Some of us bake cookies once a year. Some of us just toss anything into a cookie and hope for the best. There's, you know, all kinds of cookie baking out there. So you want to begin with sugar. Can you mix different sugars and what happens when you do mix different sugars in baking? You can Okay, so you can mix sugars. And I do want to mention, because you tapped into something, everyone's got great cookies. Everyone bakes amazing cookies. Mm. These are just some great ways to kind of switch it up and add a little new flavoring or a little new texture to it, to maybe one of your older recipes. So when we think of baking, you know, most will reach for the granulated sugar, which is that white sugar. So by mixing different sugars, it'll add a depth of flavor to your cookies, right? So it helps give it the perfect crunch, the perfect chew by mixing the sugars. So here's why. When you mix or you whip a little, you know, a little white sugar with some butter together, it aerates it and it builds volume. So it results in that thick and puffy kind of cookie. The molasses in the brown sugar, it actually helps it helps to prevent that cookie from drying out, right? Because it's more dense, it's got it's more dense sugar. And generally it makes baked goods a little softer and it's got this little caramel flavoring to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I closed my eyes when I said caramel because I can definitely taste it. I love yep. that little hint of caramel to it. It just, I, it already transported me to another place. Mm. <laughs> yeah, my East right? Coast and, mommy used to do that. Added, a, like, add molasses to things because that's was so big back Absolutely. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because it adds that. And because there's the molasses and the brown sugar, mixing the two sugars, it works beautifully. I mean, I want you to try this out. Try making maybe some chewy brown um, sugar cookies. Or if you have your favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe, customize it, right? At, mix the sugars, get a little brown sugar, a little white sugar. Mm. It depends on your personal preference. Mix that up. Give it a shot next time you bake them. And one another little extra tip with the chocolate chip cookies. This is what I do. I actually mix my chocolate chips. So I actually get little mini chocolate chips, chocolate chip, chocolate chunks, yeah. oh, uh, dark chocolate. Yep. Yep. And I, I mix it all together. And that's how I mm. add them to my cookies. Yeah. It, because it adds that's a my little thought. extra. Right. My thought is more, more chocolate to the chocolate chip is good. Like, you know, like maybe it's a chocolate mashed chip cookie uh, that, that, that you get. And I, I like that idea. So then, uh, one second. When we mix different sugars, do we have yes. to worry about ratios, Mary? Because this is the other thing. Like when you go completely mm -hmm. substitute white sugar for other sugars, they will say, you know, That's like one thing. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Use uh, half of this amount, or you know, be warned right. that dot 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 because of consistency, or like mm. is that what you call it? Consistency of the especially cookie. temperature, right? Too yeah. right. So what happens when we're actually just mixing? Like if it calls for so, a cup of white sugar yeah. and we're like, no, I want to add some brown sugar or molasses to this, what happens? Yeah, that's a great question. So when you're talking about adding brown sugar in, if it calls for, if the recipe calls for two cups of uh, sugar, granulated sugar, mm. right? Mm -hmm. I would start by taking out half. Do one and a half of the granulated sugar, do a half of brown sugar. Got it. And then start that way. And then it all depends on your personal preference on what you like and how chewy you mm. like the cookie. We can't right. be so definitely quite start experimental. That okay. Yeah. And, and I it's think a that's fun. the great thing with cookies, cookies, right, Mayor? Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And that's but what's fun about time. them is because, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Uh, Mayor, let's talk about flour <laughs> options, okay? And combinations can we use to maybe get the cookies to puff up a little more? I don't mean replace it with air. I just mean puffier. Not like the Mookie we made years oh ago. Oh my no, gosh. Thank goodness. I know what we did that didn't time. Float. We're so yeah. professional. We made a cookie into a muffin. Like, come on. We did. Luckily and I know what we did away. last time. <laughs> I know what we did wrong. All three of us did it. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'll mention it shortly. But for this, when it comes to flour, typically we all use or we use all purpose flour when we're baking cookies. But if you want a, a, a slightly puffier texture, use a mix of bread flour an all-purpose flour. Now, it won't give you a cake-like texture, but it will give you some height to your cookies. So that's a great way to switch it up. And then you could also substitute in a little almond flour. Now, this is where it gets a little tricky, right? So to add a little subtle almond flavoring, you could add a little almond flour. Oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my voice again. Those are the gods saying, Mary, stop talking. Um, this is <laughs> or drinking coffee, Mary. It's the coffee drinking. That's what I blame it on. It's the coffee. All week, it's been going in and out. <laughs> And they're really you sound like you're an AM radio. Way too much. No. <laughs> just, just get this cookie convo out of the way, and then you can stop. Yeah, talking. listen to Rummy. I don't That's care what happens stop. afterward, but I want yeah. to need all these notes covered. Please. <laughs> so almond flour. So you want to add the almond flour because it adds a little bit, a little subtle almond flavoring to it, right? But then, what I would do is I want to mention. So when you are substituting, so all-purpose flour, almond flour, they are interchangeable. However, it's important to note that. Wheat flour, it's a little more dry. Almond flour is a little more moist, I want to say. 
and it doesn't yes. have like it's a little wet it's like a little wet it's a little more dense it doesn't have quite the same is that the oil qualities. i guess that would be in it kind of the maybe that's the a nut. bit of the residual yeah 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 from the nut um and it, it it doesn't have quite the same binding qualities so if you're using almond flour it may require a little more egg egg to bind the flour now you think this is uh, kind of counterintuitive yes. because right so you add the egg just to bind the flour together and then substitute let's say it's call it it calls for the recipe calls for one cup um all-purpose flour substituted for almond same thing so one to one but mm -hmm. be prepared to add a little more almond flour as you go because you are going to have to compensate uh, because it is right. going to be a, a wetter batter yeah is that yeah. a word right, wetter, right, right. wetter batter? more yeah. wet yes yeah, more wet yeah, wetter it's a wetter batter <laughs> It's a wetter. That's W-E-D-D-E-R. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, exactly. If you've made things like I've made, you know, you've mentioned this in the past, past to the uh, fathead pizza doughs yeah. and such where you're just using almond flour. If you've worked yep. with it before, you know what you're kind of looking for to make the dough texture what you need it to be or the exactly. batter um but it it may take a bit more experimenting like a couple batches it of it may take experimenting yeah it'll give you <laughs> it may take a little more experimenting or just look for a recipe that has the combined right. fair yeah fat fat yeah pizza dough Death so real? good yeah that's what it's wow. called i know it's delicious. That's insulting. Okay, I don't know that That's one. It's not insulting when you try it. So I'll go out on the street later and say, hey, any fatheads? <laughs> anyway, um, I didn't name it. Okay, let's talk about baking soda <laughs> or baking powder. What do we need to keep in mind? Okay, so cookie, cookies. Cookies. We're talking about cookies is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Cookies, they usually rise best uh, with good old-fashioned baking soda, honestly. Some recipes, they throw in baking powder, but that tends to give you more of a cake vibe than a classic chewy cookie feel. So that's what we did when we mm. made the Mookie. Mm -hmm. oh, we actually right, put right, in right. powder. Yes, yeah. so we we mixed up the baking soda. So it really powder. rose. <laughs> it really did, but they were delicious. They were so good. So even if that does happen, they are still going to be delicious. Um, my advice, honestly, stick with the baking soda. It gives you that perfect okay. cookie texture every time. Yeah. All right. Now I hear people get all worked up about this one because I often say, oh, geez, I like margarine. And you set some of the oh, butter God. people nuts. Uh, butter or margarine? This is this is always ever, ever a conversation that goes on forever. Um, for that classic cookie flavor, nothing beats good old fashioned butter because it delivers that silkiness, that indulgent taste that you like in those cookies. Yet. Honestly, it all boils down to personal taste, personal preference. preference. Some cooks, right. they swear by right? That softer touch of the margarine. Oh. Honestly, if all you've got is margarine, don't worry. The recipes should still work out. Are you yeah. sure? But yeah, they should. Right. they should. They should. Yeah. Um, you hear that? She doesn't use it. She doesn't use it, but she... Oh, yeah, she's <laughs> just saying you should. should right? She's and keeping she's her saying, fingers crossed. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, and good that, luck you better you. be nice, Mary. You know, you'll condemn yourself to uh, I'm just saying, my voice go. Like margarine is just like a very soft, malleable thing. Butter. Can't you just use it softened is. butter, which is what the recipes usually call for anyway? Exactly. Yeah. That's why I say it should work because it's like using softened yeah. butter. So many recipes, they call for butter at room temperature. Honestly, I get asked this all the time if it is necessary to to bring your, your butter to room temperature. And I always say yes. Because softened butter, it makes it so much easier. It mixes best with dry ingredients. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so much yeah. easier. It blends well and melts yeah. together, right? And then if you want to take that cookie and you want to get a little more chewier and you want to give it that little gabbiness too, which is so good, you know, like that soft center, 
melt the butter. Exactly. Melt the butter before you mix yeah. it in. I do that anyway because right. I never remember to soften my butter. Oof. <laughs> So you're always using melted butter. Sorry, cookies are so amazing, yeah? Okay, one more thing. This is another thing that I always wonder about. Do we have to bring eggs to room temperature when you're baking cookies? You should. You should, because egg whites at room temperature, they'll give you more volume to your cookie dough. Take the eggs. Take the eggs out of the refrigerator an hour or so before you start baking. It also helps the eggs, again, melt smoothly into the dough when you're baking. Okay, Delicious. Uh, I think we're all going to go home and make some amazing cookies. Thanks, Mary. Butter. Always Happy butter. baking, friends. Butter. And uh, what is it, Mary? Uh, parquet. Bye, Mark. <laughs> butter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mary, we'll talk with you next week. Mary Mamaliti, kitchenconfession.com. That's what she runs. If you uh, go on that site, you will find her recipes. She's got some cookie recipes up there also. And discussions. And if you want to hear more of her conversations around food, you can check out the Kitchen Confession podcast, which is up there on your favorite podcast platform. Let's um, take a break, and then we'll come back with our community report. Usually not on Thursdays, but we like to stick some of our community reporters in here and make sure we get our time of the month with them. The issue of air travels for persons with disabilities has received some attention lately. We're going to find out what's going on with that in Edmonton with Mark Workman after the break. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.